Before we get started, I wanted to let you know about our monthly membership called the High Risers Club. Building upon the foundation of our program, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, the High Risers Club is designed to help members gain a more expansive knowledge of and confidence around the most important aspects of commercial real estate. Each month, we'll take a deep dive into one specific commercial real estate topic, and you can join me and my team live every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time to learn and answer your questions. To sign up, click the link in the show notes or go to coachjeffwright.com slash the High Risers Club. Hi, this is Coach Jeff Wright. And in my podcast, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, we will take a deep dive with industry experts into different aspects of commercial real estate. My ultimate goal is to give you the knowledge, confidence, and belief that you can transact commercial real estate at a high level, just like you do with residential real estate. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. In this episode, we're gonna talk about two things. We're gonna start with what a lease guarantee is and some of the common mechanisms that can help a landlord ensure payment. And then the second thing we're going to talk about is just what kind of due diligence can you do in reference to that potential tenant? So let's start with a lease guarantee and talk about exactly what a lease guarantee is. So when a landlord requests that a commercial lease be guaranteed by the tenant, it means that they are seeking assurance, assurance that the tenant will fulfill their financial obligations under the lease agreement. The guarantee serves as a form of protection for the landlord, a form of protection, because there is absolutely really no guarantee ensuring that they can recoup any unpaid rent or the other expenses if the tenant fails to meet their obligations. Essentially, it adds an additional layer of financial security for the landlord to mitigate potential risk. Now, in the event the tenant cannot pay the rent, the landlord would typically turn to the person or entity that provided the personal guarantee. So the landlord evaluates the personal guarantee based really on the financial strength and the credit worthiness of the guarantor. And I just need us to understand that because every situation is different in terms of who you're dealing with for a tenant and what that strength might be. What a landlord can do is that assessment can involve reviewing their the guarantees guarantors income, their assets, their credit history, really in any other relevant financial information. And by assessing the guarantors financial stability, the landlord can really gauge their ability to cover the rent or any outstanding debts. It is important for landlords to thoroughly evaluate the financial standing of the guarantor before relying on that guarantee. 
the assessment itself helps landlords make what I call an informed decision and informs the key word because there is no guarantee with any of it. Things can change in somebody's financial situation that could cause them not to be able to pay, but they're trying to make an informed decision upfront regarding the lease agreement and the level of financial security they'll have in place. Now, in a situation where a tenant defaults on their rent or fails to fulfill their financial obligation, the landlord's ability to recover payments really typically will depend on whatever terms have been outlined in that personal guarantee lease, you know, the personal guarantee part of lease agreement. Now, in addition to the lease guarantee, there's some other common mechanisms that help landlords ensure payment or insure protection, if you will. So number one is security deposit, which you know most people are familiar with both in a residential standpoint or a commercial. And in commercial, there aren't rules. There aren't rules for how much the security deposit can be. It can be literally zero, or it can be months or six months or a year. The landlord's going to often require security deposit from the tenant to cover that unpaid rent or damages in the event of a default. So the amount, again, should be spelled out in the lease and, you know, really may vary based on the local laws. The second thing that potentially happens for a guarantee or to help mitigate the situation is a cosigner. And that cosigner, which we do see in residentially happens sometimes, but it also happens commercially. And that cosigner takes on the same responsibility as the tenant to be personally responsible for rental payments. Now, the third thing sometimes for a bigger lease is a letter of credit. So in some cases, a tenant may provide a letter of credit from a financial institution and this acts as a guarantee that the bank will pay the landlord a specified amount if the tenant fails to fulfill their obligations. And I emphasize it's typically for a much bigger lease deal. It's not for just a simple one-year, two-year, three-year mom-and-pop um, deal. And I don't see it often, but there is also commercial lease insurance that Landlords can, you know, consider requiring a tenant to obtain it, but it's not something that I see often. And that commercial lease insurance is to provide coverage for the unpaid rent or other damages. Now, it's important for landlords to discuss any of these options. We always talk about getting great legal advice and for us not to try to be legal advisors. So it's important for landlords to discuss these options with their legal counsel and clearly outline payment and default provisions in the lease agreement to best protect their interests. Now, the next thing I wanna talk about is one of the questions I received from a member of our High Risers Club. And that is, what due diligence steps can you take to research a potential commercial tenant interested in leasing a commercial space? Now, there's several steps you can take to gather information and assess their suitability. And as many steps as you can do and as much due diligence as you can take will not guarantee that the tenant will work out, but it will certainly help to make sure you make an informed decision. 
I would tell you not all tenants are going to be comfortable providing some of the things that I'm going to talk about next. But here's a list of things that you could consider. Number one is requesting documentation. So what does that mean? It means to just obtain relevant information from the tenant, such as financial statements, credit reports, even business plans, because it will provide insights into the tenant's financial stability, the ability to meet rent obligations, and really long-term viability. Number two is a background check, just like we would do residentially. Conduct the check of the tenant, any individuals associated with a business that have a level of signing responsibility or legal responsibility. And it can include, when I say a background check, it can include verifying their business history, conducting online searches, because in today's world, we all know that we just put something into Google and lots of stuff comes out. And then checking any legal or regulatory sites that may have information just about their business or past history about their business overall. Number three is reference checks, similar to what we do again in the residential world, that you're gonna to wanna to reach out to the tenant's references, such as previous landlords, business partners, inquire about their experience with the tenant, their payment history, in any issues encountered during the leasing period. And I know that one we're all familiar with. Number four, again, depending on the kind of lease and, and what's involved, possibly a financial analysis to review the tenant's financial statements and assess their financial health, look for stability, consistent or increasing revenues, positive cash flow things that will tell you they're gonna be able to pay you whatever amount that you're looking for to be able to charge them as a monthly rent overall. Again, it's all about just trying to evaluate risk and mitigate risk if you can. The next one we just talked about previous in our previous beginning of this episode is just lease guarantees. Because if you can get a personal or corporate guarantee from the tenant, it certainly will give you a level of comfort. And not all people are going to be comfortable to give you a personal or corporate guarantee. But again, if you can get it, it's something that will provide some level of comfort and protection. Then rental history verification, just like we talked about background checks, just validate the tenant's rental history by talking to the landlords to confirm were payments made on time? Did they comply with the lease? Did they have any issues just in their operation that they encountered overall? And then the last one, and I mentioned just a little bit earlier, is just maybe even reviewing a business plan because a tenant looking to expand or a tenant looking to take a big amount of space typically is doing so for very specific reasons. But they're not going to always be correct. And you just want to understand, especially if, again, they're taking a lot of space in signing for a longer lease or you're doing tenant improvements for them. You want to just dot as many I's and cross as many T's as you can to ensure that the greatest chance of them being able to pay you. And, you know, Due diligence is such a big part. We've talked about just due diligence when you're a buyer buying a property. Due diligence is just 
really an important part overall of whatever you can do just to protect yourself. So conducting the proper research and taking the time to make sure you get what you need to make an informed decision is really, really important. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. As a reminder, please subscribe to this podcast to receive new episodes as soon as they are released. For more information on me, my team, and my educational programs, visit my website at www.coachjeffwright.com. Thank you for listening, and here's to your success.